0: Hi, this is Carlene from Thin Brain Training and Raw Food Bootcamp. I'm so glad you came back for day two of my podcast to help everyone get through this pandemic of ours, this world pandemic. You know, there's a lot going on. And just yesterday, a lot was thrown at us and more is going to be thrown at us today. You know, France is saying no family gatherings and they've closed their borders. San Francisco is saying, you know, everybody needs to just stay in place, stay, stay in the house. Governor Cuomo in New York is putting on curfews and, and telling everybody you can't go to bars, you can't go to restaurants. And people are listening to all this stuff and they're going, oh, what? I can't do anything. I have to be locked in my cabin I'm going to go nuts. Well, we need to stay calm. We need to take some deep breaths and we need to think about the truth behind all of this. This is not an apocalyptic movie. This is, and it's a great word and I heard it on the news yesterday, this is a disruption in our life. Our lives are disrupted. That's it, that's it. Yes, it is a severe disease and it is running rampant across the world and we have no control over that, but we do have control over how we react to it. And that's what we're gonna talk about today, is to look at this not as a permanent sacrifice that we're making, and that our lives are going to be horrible moving forward. We have to see it as a disruption. And yes, disruptions require that, that we give a lot and sacrifice a lot. But you know, if we look inward, And if we take the and push the pandemic away for just a few minutes and we think about life in general, we see that during our lives, there have been many disruptions. I just went through that lasted a good eight weeks. I got a message, uh, an email back in, um, in January, right? I think it was January that said to me, oh, the house you're renting, the owner wants to do something else with the house and she wants you to move out in six weeks. Well that was a huge disruption. I hadn't planned on that. I thought I was gonna live in that house for another ten years. Huge disruption. I had to go find a new place to live, you know, I had to I had to pack everything, I had to get people to help me move, all this stuff. It was a huge disruption. And then I had to come to the new house and unpack and and realign my whole life. It was a disruption. Disruptions are something that we know how to handle we get through them some of them are bad like when you get laid off and and you have to maybe move because you can't afford where you live anymore you know this disruption is something that has happened throughout our lives and we have coped we have gotten through it so i think that is the perfect word for us to focus on while we're living through this pandemic is that we realize what we're doing right now, what we're sacrificing, what we're having to deal with is temporary. Yes, businesses will close and, and they may never come back. That's going to be a hardship. But hardships, again, for most people, hardships are just temporary. If you keep your wits about you and if you think straight. And that's what we have to do. And that's why, once again, I'm going to tell you, learn to meditate or pray. Find time to calm yourself, to settle yourself, to think logically instead of irrationally out of fear and panic. Maybe we can't go to restaurants for the next eight weeks, maybe even longer. Okay, we can adapt. We're humans. We adapt to everything. We can live without restaurants. We may not want to, but we can. All right, maybe our kids are going to be home and we're going to have to help them learn so that they could pass their current grade. We may not want to do it, but we can do it because when things need to get done, we do them. We don't sit in a corner afraid that we can't cope because we can cope and we will cope. But we have to learn to calm ourselves at the center. And whether or not you believe in meditation, you have to learn to do something to get yourself out of any panic or fear that might be trying to intrude into your life. Even if it's just deep breathing, just sitting back, closing your eyes and taking deep breaths to calm yourself down. Your family is relying on you and they need you to be the center. And you can do that if you don't just panic all the time. So now I just wanna tell you, if you are panicky, if you're full of angst and you're scared, There is a link below this podcast that says email Carlene. You don't just have to email me with comments about the podcast. You can email me with all your fears. I am so ready to listen. I'm a great listener. And if I feel anything I can contribute can help you, I will write you back. It's okay. You don't have to be a client of mine. I don't even have to know you. We all have ways of giving, and mine is to help calm you down and help you realize this is a temporary situation that we can get through and we can get it through through it together. That's what community does. And the Internet allows our, our personal communities to be so much bigger than just the people who live next door to us. So use me. I'm so willing to be there for you, okay? Don't feel bad about that. Just do it. I got some nice emails yesterday from uh, women I knew who have been members thanking me for the podcast. But two of them uh, actually had some great little stories. One, and I think, you know, when we're thinking about how do we get through something, sometimes thinking of others helps us to manage because we feel good about what we're doing. One woman put out a thank you note to her mail carrier with a little bottle of hand sanitizer to let the mail carrier know how much it was appreciated that she had always been there. The mail carrier had always been there for this woman. That was wonderful. And the mail carrier, if you, if you think beyond just this one person giving the mail carrier, got that and thought, look at somebody cares. And that that's what community is. People caring Two little kids, Got dressed up in their Sunday best and went to a neighbor, an elderly woman, and gave her a concert with their cellos. They were six and nine years old. That old woman, it made her day, right? My ex mother-in-law had, um, she's at a, at a at a old age facility, and she had the housekeeper come in. And the day before, the housekeeper, they were talking about music, and the housekeeper had said, um, "I like I like Hispanic." gospel music and so when the woman came in yesterday my my ex-mother-in-law knew she was coming and she turned on um her alexa was playing hispanic gospel music and the woman broke down and cried because someone cared enough in this whole time of angst and everybody trying to stay everything you know hand sanitized and and fearful that someone cared enough to listen and play what made her so happy. We can do things like this. And when we do things like this, these little gifts, we feel better about ourselves. And when we give, it helps us feel more in control of everything around us. I know that sounds weird. Giving? Why should giving make me feel better? But it does. It does. At uh, Thin Brain Chaining, we do a lot of smiling. We, we have this thing that we smile at other people. That we think about other people and we, um, we smile at them. That we work hard at smiling because smiling makes us feel better. And when you open a door for someone or you smile at someone, they return that and they feel better. Well, we have opportunities within our own communities to be givers and that is going to make us feel better. I'm a very selfish person and the things that I do in my life, which you may think, oh, look at you, so altruistic. No, I'm selfish. I do good deeds for other people because it makes me feel good. I get joy out of that. And when I feel more joyous, I can cope better. When I feel happier, I can cope better. And that is a big lesson to learn that you can, if you give, and you can give by calling people, by calming people, by, by donating to food banks, right? There's many things we can do to make us feel better about coping with what's going on. And that is going to help us get through this disruption. Anything we can do that makes other people better makes us better. So just keep that in mind. No guilt. You don't have to. Some people don't, don't get into this whole idea of of making other people feel better. So we feel better. But I'm telling you, it's a miracle how much that works. I was shocked at how much it worked. But anyway, Life disrupted. Life interrupted. We are going to get through this. We can get through this. We will get through this. We're going to do it together. And if we think about life and what we're being asked to give up right now, it's nothing. It's nothing compared to what they're telling us, the difference that it's going to make in the world's life. So I say, let's shelter at home. Let's stay at home. Let's take care of our, our family's needs. Let's protect our loved ones from the virus. And let's get through this. It's just temporary. We can get through anything. I have always said this. My whole life, I've said this. I can do anything for six months. And I think we as a community, as as a world, we can do anything for six months if we know the outcome is going to be a good one. It may be tough. It may be hard. But we've been through hard before. We've been through tough before as individuals. We can get through this. Just meditate, stay calm, feel good about what you're doing, and find ways to enjoy it. All right, that's it from me for today. I will be back again tomorrow. I think we will be talking about um, positives and how we can overwrite The negative fears, this is a big thing that we do at Thin Brain Training is that we work hard to always overwrite the negatives because they have just crippled us in the past. But now, now we can't afford to be crippled by fear and angst. We have got to look at what we can do and the positives and how we're going to get through this together. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Stay calm and don't forget to meditate. It's good stuff.